Hello and welcome to a special bonus episode of BR Football Ranks. Who says that we don't look after you, Rank Squad? My name is Jack Collins and I'm joined by the one and only Sam Ty. Sam, how are you, my friend? Good, mate. I am very well, thank you. The weather has taken a turn in England this week. Those of you here will absolutely know that. It is pissing it down outside. But my spirits are still high and that's because of something pretty cool that we can present to the audience. Absolutely. So a couple of weeks ago, you had a chat with Manchester United and England's Marcus Rashford on an Instagram Live, didn't you? I did indeed, yeah. Marcus was kind enough to give us probably about, I think it was about 45 minutes in the end uh, of his time. It was uh, it was a real pleasure. Um, so to get to know Marcus and to take questions from Twitter and from Instagram and from his fan club and, and ask him them and he didn't really pull any punches. Like he was very honest and he was very, very concise. And he's a, he's a very nice guy. And it's quite interesting to learn more about him, more about his ambitions. And we're going to present the entire chat for our audience as a bonus, which is great. Yeah, it's nice. And obviously Instagram lives are great, but if I'm looking back at it, I'm probably not going to watch a whole 45 minutes. Whereas on a podcast, audio form, it fits really nicely. And it was, it was good that Marcus was able to have a chat. I just, before we take them onto it, I think it'd be nice if you just point out a couple of bits that you thought stood out from the chat and, and things to watch out for, basically. Yeah, things to watch out for. Well, I mean, he 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 made some remarks about the potential link up for himself and Jaden Sancho that certainly sent the um, the written section of the British media crazy. Uh, there was clearly uh, a load of journalists who were working for different newspapers who were just basically on scout duty for Instagram Lives. They watched it and they transcribed the quotes and immediately started creating headlines, shall we say. Uh, so watch out for the Rashford Sancho stuff. It's quite nice to hear. Um, yeah, He talked about one past player that he'd love to have uh, played with. I thought the answer was really interesting. It's a uh, tricky, skillful midfield number 10 or left winger. Uh, who was hurt England in the past, shall I say. So I'm surprised, actually, that he chose him. Or maybe, actually, that's just the age difference. The bits that I found quite funny were um, we'd asked him before the chat to to basically have his Netflix ready so that he could flip the camera and show us what he'd been watching. Uh, obviously, you want to make that feel as natural as possible, but you also want to tee it up so he's prepared. So I asked, Marcus, what have you been watching on uh, Netflix? What's keeping you sane during isolation? And he's not in the right room and he can't actually show us, but he did write them down. <laughs> he did write the, the TV shows down. So I thought, Marcus, it was supposed to appear natural and you've blown our cover. Uh, never yeah, mind. Now anyway, it anyway, it is, yeah. anyway, the last one to look out for is the either side team made up of, of past and present Manchester United players that he'd pick. And um, he actually picked six players. So it became a six aside team. I realized this as he was talking. And I was about to correct him and you'll hear me start to correct him. And then I completely bottle it because I'm live to, I think it was 13,000 people on the Instagram live at the time. <laughs> and I thought, well, math was never my strong suit. Maybe I got it wrong. So I started to correct him and then just completely wigged out and just let him go with it. And then I transcribed it back later and went, oh, damn, that was a six aside team. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> well, six aside is as good as five aside as you and I very well know our Thursday exploits and with that without further ado here's Sam's chat with Marcus Rashford and here he is Marcus you're okay Sam hello mate how are you yeah I'm not bad how are you I'm good thank you just apologise to the guys for the slight delay we are all good everything is okay 
And I've just been explaining what you've managed to achieve over the last few weeks. A hundred thousand pound target hit. What's the exact yeah. figure now? Um, I think we're at about one hundred and forty-six thousand now. So it's been um, been very positive. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been nice, obviously, to be able to to help help the kids that are in need. Yeah, absolutely. Now, exactly what is that going to do? What effect will that have? Uh, so basically, they'll get um, meals every day delivered to the to the houses. Um, I think it's about four. Well, a hundred thousand would feed four hundred thousand children, so um, we're a little over that. So you know, we're feeding a good amount of people. Great, fantastic. Now you're at home. Aside from the charity work, like, what have you been doing? How have you been keeping busy? Um, you know, what? it's been it's been difficult. I've been watching a few things on Netflix, um, reading some different different books uh, in the gym, uh, playing PlayStation, um, and that's about it. Really, FaceTiming some some friends, and and that's it. Just relaxing. All right, fair enough. Well, listen, we've got a lot of questions. Like, yeah. seriously, like a lot of questions. Hundreds, maybe thousands. So we're going to get into it. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, ready. Fantastic. Right. First one. This is from at inverted forward. He sent like 20, 25. Now, we had to limit him to one. Otherwise, we would literally be here all day. He asks, your most iconic moment for your country so far? Um, I'd probably have to say... Uh, even my debut, making my debut for England, or obviously having that uh, World Cup run was was nice as well. But um, I'd probably say between them two moments, but they're both both special to me. You can't have two, man. You've got to pick one. Mm, I probably just because we didn't win the World Cup, I'd say the the debut. Fantastic. Okay, now what are the last four things that you have watched in isolation this is from tom mallon so basically recommended viewing i think honestly the best way to do this just show us your netflix mate i literally don't have it on me because i'm downstairs at the moment but i've i've got the ones that i've that i've watched written down i've watched a quiet place which quiet is place. like a, a little bit of a horror somewhere between um one of my favorite ones was messiah uh, which is quite a long series um, and I've also been watching like Kevin Hart's stand-up comedy, and he always makes me laugh. So he's my go-to guy. Is he your favourite comedian? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Nice. Okay, Red Devil five one two zero. He's a. How do you think your link-up play will be with Sancho and Martial? Hey, does Red Devil five two one zero know something that we don't? Um, no, I think it, it, it obviously will be good. Um, Sancho's a, a great player, and he sort of. You know, it's like the new generation player and it's it's definitely exciting um, to watch him become the player that he's becoming. So, um, you know, credit to him. Hopefully we can we can all play together. That'll be that'll be good. Yeah. What do you like about his game? What what makes him stand out? He's just he just plays off the cuff, you know, he's he's creative, he's imagine he's imaginative and I think they're the things that in this generation that's what you need to be to be world class. Yeah. Okay, from four four Jordan. If you could make a five-a-side team with past and present Man United players, who would yeah. you choose? Ooh. Right, I'm going to go with um, most players from the team that I watched when I was growing up. So, uh, at the back, I'd probably have, I'd have Rio Ferdinand. Um, in that, I'd, have, I'd probably have De Gea, actually. Um, but it was a close one between him and Van der Sar. Um, no, Michael? No, because I never, I never really got to watch him... When I was a kid, Van der Sar was was one of the best keepers, and obviously playing with David's been been great. So I'd have to put David in there. Um, and then I'm all out of attack from there. I'd have Scolzi in front of Rio. I'd have um, Giggs on the right, Ronaldo on the left, and Rooney up front. 
Hang on, you can't have that many players. That, what, are you not going to put yourself in as well? No, 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 no I'm not putting myself in. Not yet. That's your keeper. You've got Rio. You've got Skulls. You've got Gibbs. Yeah. You've got Ronaldo. Yeah. It's not a bad team. It's better than the, the five-a-side team that I can say that I've played with, for sure. <laughs> Mr. Bruno FC, ask your top three players of all time. So it's not just Man United. I guess that's that's everyone. Ooh, top three players of all time. Um, Messi and Ronaldo. Um, and I'd probably say Maradona. Um, yeah, because I just liked his creativeness on the pitch. Like he was doing things that no one is, no one in his generation was doing, and um, yeah, it was it's exciting to watch his watch his clip. Kind of strikes me when I watch Maradona just how bad the pitches were as well, which kind of makes what he did just more, even more impressive, kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, Gentron asks, who is the best player that you have played alongside? Mm, I'd probably say Runa. Um, as a kid growing up, he was, between him and Ronaldo, they were my two favourite players. So to get the opportunity to play with him, uh, that was an unbelievable experience. And, you know, it's just the, the little things that he does throughout games. Um, that makes him a, a special player. I take it you probably got to watch him before you broke into the first eleven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I was watching him quite closely actually because he had there was a period before I played uh, where he was playing as a number nine. But at the beginning of the season, he was playing deeper, and it's just the way he transitions between between the positions, like it's like it's nothing, you know. And um, that's what makes him makes him a world class player. All right, Messi, all right, Messi, Ronaldo and uh, Maradona and then R Rooney to play against. I mean, it's some list. Uh, well, let's take a look at the future as well. Football Swanee asks, just how good is Mason Greenwood? Uh, for me, Mason's, Mason's got everything to be, to be, to be as good as he, as he wants to be. Um, you know, he's got all the attributes needed to be a forward at uh, the very top level. So it's just about, um, I'd say, just him pushing himself and... You don't really have to listen to anything on the outside. You just keep competing with yourself and keep improving. And, you know, God knows the, the heights that he can get to. All right. If you had to put a uh, sort of out of 10 potential marker on him, what's he getting? What score? I'd have him 10 out of 10. There's, there's not really much. As a forward, there's not much else you can you can ask for in terms of natural natural ability. So, um, you know, like I said, hopefully he continues to work hard and, and just does what he does best. Quite a lot of people can't seem to work out which is his strongest foot. Do you have an opinion on this? I don't even think he knows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he knows, but yeah, he's unbelievable talent. Well, if he took a penalty, which one would he use? See, I've seen him take penalties with both feet. I've seen him take free kicks with, with both feet, and it's just what he feels at the at the time, you know. So, you know, hopefully we might we might get to see him take one soon, and then then we can say that again. Yeah, we'll see. We're working through a list of questions, and just so you all know, we are taking live questions well in the comments. If... You, if you pick a really good question that we like the look of, we'll ask it to Marcos to, to get yourself in there. Uh, moving on, at Cynical Live, if you had to pick one, would you rather win the World Cup with England or the Champions League with United? Ooh. I'd probably say the the World Cup, um, but it's a difficult question. You know, you you grow up, um, well, I've grown up watching Man United and playing for United all my life, so... Um, obviously, winning the Champions League with them would be unbelievable, and the same feeling for for England. So um, it's very close decision, but the World Cup's obviously a massive, massive trophy. I mean, if you, if it's about if it's about crowd pleasing, you're pleasing the entirety of England. Yeah, exactly. in the World Cup. Can you imagine the streets if you score the winner. Yeah, no. 
Um, yeah, it would be it would be crazy, but you know we got close last time. But let, we need to see if we can if we can go all the way. Yeah, right. At United Stand, MUFC asks the toughest opponent you've played against. I don't know if he says player or team here, so maybe give me one of each. Um, when I when I first uh, came into the first team, uh, Koscielny when he was at Arsenal was was always one of the toughest for me. Um, I think it was just the way he read he reads the game and. He always seemed to like. I thought I had space, and even even when I didn't, and you know, it's because he was clever with his positioning. So, I think that that was probably the game when I learned the most. Um, like in in one game, my first game against Arsenal, um, because it was completely different to the to my debut. So, um, as an individual, him, um, as a back four, I always I always find um, like teams like you know, like an Everton or a, or a Bournemouth, um, they're always difficult to, to break down and um, sometimes they're more difficult to play against than a one-off good good defender. Um, so, yeah. What do you mean by that? Is that? Do they they sit deeper? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, not that they're always in communication and, you know, they really do defend as a as a four and not as individuals. So sometimes it makes it more difficult to break them down. All right. Um, NUFC Zach here with arguably the most important question so far. Who is quicker, you or Dan James? <laughs> I think Dan James is quicker, you know. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not sure though. We're gonna have to race one one time, but he is unbelievably quick, especially off the mark. Um and I always say to him in games if he gets anyone one v one, just just take him on, you know, don't think about anything else. So which category is he beating you there? Is it the is it the acceleration out of the blocks or is it long speed or is it Acceleration one hundred percent. Um yeah. yeah, he's he's so fast off the mark and Remember the first training session? Um, I can't remember who he ran past, but someone played a free ball and he just ran past someone like he wasn't like he wasn't there. So uh, we all knew knew how fast he was from from the beginning. Yeah, right. At the Man United way, what was going through your mind when you were waiting for the VAR decision in Paris before you could take that penalty <laughs> against Gigi Buffon? Just take us to that moment. Um, you know, time time just stopped really, and you you you're kind of not really trying to think about. Um, you know, it's probably the last last kick of the game and and stuff like that because of how long it was taken. And you know, I was just stood there waiting with the with the ball in my hand and just trying to stay stay relaxed and, and focused. That can't be easy, though, mate. No, it was it was it was difficult. Um, probably looking back, it was more difficult than than what it was at the time. Um, because at the time, you know, you're in you're in the game and you're concentrated. But looking back, it was what was it three three minutes or something? Yeah, it was a long time. Yeah, so, um, but it's a, that was a special game as well. Um, and we learnt a lot that that Champions League campaign as well. Yeah. Realist Yaz asks, how did it feel to score on your Premier League, Champions League, Europa League, FA Cup and Carabao Cup debut? So, like, it's very clear that you can make a splash here. I mean, look, I've been told that actually you have some of the shirts framed for these occasions. Are you able to show us them? Yeah, yeah, I've got some in, in the gym. Um but yeah, it's obviously a, a nice moment to to play in them games first of all, but to score in them it's a completely different feeling and you know, them moments you you hold and cherish them forever, so Well what's the secret behind scoring on every debut? You make it seem easy. Um there's not really a secret behind it, it's just um obviously the special occasions and um you know, you just try to to live up to expectations, and a lot of them. It's the it was the first time that I've played in the, in the Premier League. So, uh, that one's against Arsenal, um, and I've got I've got my first derby one down here. No. 
and then I've got my my actual debut against Mitchell and up there. And now the free shirts that um, you know I've all, I I always I, I keep them in the gym because it it just reminds me of them them times really and where I've, where I've come from and where I am now. So um, I like to keep them ones in in the house for when I'm in there. Yeah, fair enough. Look, if you if you can only take three possessions from your house, you have to run. Oh, was that sorry? If you have to take three possessions from your house, you've got to leave quickly. Are those the three things you're taking, or is there something more prestigious in your house to you? No, I'd always take them free shirts with me. Um, you know, that them them free games really was when I started to believe in myself that I could play it, that I belonged at that level. So, um, you know, they they hold a special place in my heart. So that was your personal gym in your house, right? That you keep those in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, what 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 do you do in there on a if it's say it's a regular season? Like, what sort of training are you doing on your own? Um, I'd usually do things just to tip over in the gym. I do um, like most of the majority of my work at, at training ground, and then just when I'm at home, sometimes I like to I like to do workouts uh, later on in the day or late at night. And I think it's from um, I, I watched a documentary years ago. I think it was on Mayweather, and he always said he likes to he likes to work when. When everyone, when he knows that everyone else is sleeping, and that's something that that took, that stuck with me um, after I watched that documentary. So um, it's nice to have that little space to be able to to do that. All right. So one of the questions that's come in live from Instagram was from Woody six zero four one. How do you feel about the Man United season so far? Um, you know, it's been it's been up and down. It's been it started off very difficult, and then uh, we struggled to get uh, sort of a rhythm and. And winning games, but as the season's gone on, I think we've definitely got stronger. And you know, you can see the lads now playing; they, they look uh, confident, um, and and we're playing with real quality. So, um, I think right now we're in a we're in a good position. You know, we was we we're into the next round of Europa League. Um, you know, we've got the FA Cup, so there's there's things to to look forward to. So. From Harry Edwards zero one, also on the Instagram live, uh, who do you prefer to win against, Liverpool or Man City? Um, I think the games against Liverpool. If you win them games, uh, it, it's a feeling like no other. Um, so for me, I'd have to say Liverpool, but it's very close. You know, City's obviously a, a big game as well. Yeah, right. Faris Khan, if there was one past player that you could play with, who would it be? Ooh, can you still be? Can you still be playing now or? Oh, Does no, he has to be retired. Past player, has to be retired. Right. Um, um, I think I'd, li I'd like to play with Ronaldinho. Um, I think in terms of creativeness um, and the stuff that he used to do on the pitch is just unbelievable. So uh, to, to be able to, to play with him would be an honour. He'd rather play, uh, rather play with him than against him, yeah. I guess, right? Uh, Marcus, Marcus United underscore on Twitter. Might be a fan of yours. Might even just be you asking yourself questions. <laughs> of Zlatan, Rooney and Lukaku, who do you feel you had the best connection with on the pitch? Uh, I'd probably say Rooney. Um, I think when, when I first came into the team, he was playing a deeper role. And um, I think just when he got the ball, he was always looking forward and... You know, for a forward like I am, I'm always trying to make runs in behind, and you know, you need someone like that to to make passes uh, with the quality that he has. So, I think it was that was probably my, my most enjoyable player to play with, and a bit of a dream come true by the sounds of it as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, obviously watching him, watching his career so closely, and 
uh, how he changed as a player as as he got older and stuff like that. It's it, it was amazing to to be on the pitch with him. Right. From at United, Sam, are you enjoying working under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and what have you learned from him? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's been it's been enjoyable. Um, I just like his determination. Really, he knows where he wants the club to be, and um, you know we can we can say that we we both want to go in the in the same direction. Um, but as well as a manager, is is an unbelievable coach. So. Um, you know, he's definitely improved as all, well, especially the the forwards um, in terms of preparing for games and, and stuff like that. Are there any little little pieces of advice as a striker that he's given you that has really unlocked something extra? Um, I, I think he just always wants me to be to, to make the box really, whether I'm playing wide or, or down the middle. If the ball's on the opposite side, to make sure that I'm I'm getting in at the back post or or getting across my marker. And these little things have been why. Um, I've been getting a few more goals this season, so um, you know only small details, but they make a, they make a big difference. Yeah, uh, at the Rashford Hive says it's the super over. Jofra Archer, he's a friend of yours, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the bowler. How many runs do you think you can get? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting zero runs. Have you seen the way he bowled? Yeah, of course. there's no chance. Having, I, I can't back that. He's, uh, so you were watching the derby with him, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. How have you got? How have you come to know Joffre? Are you a cricket guy? Um, no, I'm actually not. But um, I just—he he, was—he obviously had a good a good summer last year, and um, it was something that just came about. I think it was on Instagram actually. It came about, and we started following each other, and and um, I just thought it would be nice. I knew he was a United fan, so I thought it'd be nice to invite him to a game, and you know, it was it was an enjoyable game, and you know, thankfully we won as well. Yeah. Right, Saz1609, how excited are you to get onto the pitch with Bruno Fernandes? He says, personally, I can't wait. Definitely exciting times ahead. I'll be honest, there's been a fair few Bruno Fernandes questions. So, <laughs> are you excited? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think he's a player that's, like I mentioned before, he's creative um, and he's very forward-thinking. Um, so, he always wants to play the ball forward and create opportunities, really. So, it's definitely going to be going to be good to play with him and... You know, hopefully we can have some good times together. The the impact he seems to have made short term to United, not just results and performances, but kind of the feel to the team as well, is is so impressive. Yeah, he's got such a such a positive attitude, you know, and the the vibe he brings to the team is is just positive. Even when he when he does lose the ball or makes a mistake, he's always running, working hard to to win it back. And you know, I think that definitely rubs off on on the other players. So um, he's had a positive impact, and you know, hopefully he carries it on. Yeah. JTG Production asks, who are your favourite artists right now? I'm guessing he means music, but also feel free to talk about your favourite painters. <laughs> um, favourite musicians, probably. I listen to a lot of UK music, so I'll probably say Santan Dave. Um, and plus, he's a good guy as well. So, um, yeah, I enjoy listening to his music, especially when I'm, when I'm chilling. Santan Dave has already been commenting in this stream. I don't know if you've noticed it. <laughs> he's already dropped in to say hello. So. No, I've not seen him yet. You're a fan of his and he's a fan of yours as well. Yeah, yeah. Next one. The player who has most helped you become the player you are today. That's from LN10. Um, I'd probably say say Rooney again. Or maybe maybe Giggs when I first came in when he was the uh, coach with under Van Gaal. Um, he helped me a lot with, with what he used to say to me. But on the pitch, definitely um, Rooney because... Um, I feel like you learn a lot from people speaking to you, but when when they you learn a, a lot more when you're on the pitch with them. So um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say Rooney. All right, 
the best stadium you've played at that's not Old Trafford. That's from AP. I'm also going to rule out Wembley here as well. So no okay. Old Trafford, no Wembley. What are we saying? Um, I'd have to say the new camp. Um, sorry about that. Come on, let's go, man. Yeah, I'd probably say I'd probably say the new camp. Um, that stadium was was unbelievable, and the atmosphere was was amazing. So yeah, that was one of my favourite stadiums to play at. Right, United, Dylan. What was the what's the favourite goal that you have scored in your entire career? There's quite a lot to choose from, so you can have a minute if you want. Um, I think my, my favourite goal was probably the free kick against Chelsea. Um, but the goal that I'd say was probably the my biggest goal was um, PSG, probably um, in the circumstances that we was in. We knew that we had to go there and, and win, which not many teams do, so... Um, yeah, to do that, it was it was an amazing feeling. How many times have you have you rewatched that? Uh, I've actually not rewatched it that many times, you know, because um, mainly because of what happened after, you know, we 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 had Barcelona in the next round, and that's when I said before we learned a lot in that Champions League campaign because Barcelona showed us that they, they in my opinion, they looked like they was gonna they was gonna win the game and. The players, the way they were playing the ball, moving the ball around, uh, the confidence that they showed, and you know, going forward, that's something that I've that's definitely um, contributed to, to my development playing playing in that game. All right, MK Marcus. As soon as the free kick was given against Chelsea, did you know that you were going to shoot? I take it this is the <laughs> Carabao Cup game that you scored. Yeah. What, what um, so I actually got an. Um, I remember getting a knock on my knee. Um, in the game before that, so I wasn't uh, 100% sure if I was going to play the, the Chelsea game, and um, I ended up starting. And then, literally five minutes before the, the free kick, um, I said to the manager that my, my knee was sore and I was about to come off. Um, and then we got the free kick, and in my mind, that was probably the last going to be my last action in the game. And so I just I just thought, uh, why not? Why not try it? So. Is that your favourite free kick you've ever scored? Um, yeah, in the first team, yeah. Um, I think it's it was obviously a, a big goal as well. Um, you know, the the winning goal to win two one against Chelsea away. Um, so yeah, it was it was obviously a nice a nice feeling. Um, probably not the best free kick I've scored, but definitely the best free kick I've scored in the first team. All right, football Nat says well, asks who was your idol growing up? You've already talked about Rooney and Giggs. Is there, is there yeah. a guy or is it just these guys? I'd say for me it was Rooney and, and Ronaldo. Um, I think just watching them so so closely when they were playing the games and when they were, you know, they were they were both young. They, they was both full of energy and it was just an unbelievable experience to watch them two players play together. Um, so yeah, for me them two was was the two players that not only me but everyone, most people in my generation looked up to that were that were United players or United fans. Did you work on your chemistry with Martial in training? Is it didn't seem that you found each other too much in the past, but it has totally changed this season. That's what Easy Life ninety one says. So has that been a focus? Um, no, I think you know initially when I when I first came into the team, it was it was good. You know, we had a good connection on the pitch, and um, that that few months I had with Bangal, it was one hundred percent enjoyable to to play with him, and we was playing well together. Um, but then after that, obviously the the situation changed with the manager, and it ended up nine times out of ten it was one or one or the other that was that was playing, and we didn't really get to play together for for that season. So um, yeah, it was 
it was a, a bit of a difficult period not playing with him because you know I enjoyed to play with him on the pitch. So um, you know this season I think we've, we've shown that you know we can definitely play together and we can we can play well together. Yeah, Pog Stay asks who is the best dancer in the squad? Oh, I'd have to say Jesse or or Paul. Um, Paul's always dancing. Paul's got more v- variety, but you know Jesse's Jesse's got his few moves as well. Martial Season 3 asks, what tips would you give to a young, aspiring footballer in Marcus Rashford? Um, I think to just be be creative, you know, learn to express yourself on the pitch because, in my opinion, that's well, that's when I've always played my best football anyway, when I feel free to, to do what I like on the pitch and, you know, you can just concentrate on, on doing what you do best and... For me, that's that's the one piece of advice I'd, I'd give to to a young player. And final one from MUFC Zach again. I think he's snuck in for a second question. Favorite, <laughs> uh, favorite skill move to perform on the pitch? Oh, I'm a big fan of the the step over me. It's simple, um, but it's it's very effective. You know, it always gets you the half a yard that you need to to cross or to shoot. So um, for me, that's the most most effective. All right, look, we're all out of questions here, Marcus. So thank you so much for joining us. Is there any last thing that you would like to say to everybody else? I'd just like to say to, to everyone uh, to stay safe and, you know, keep yourself and your mind occupied during this during this period. Um, and, you know, good times will be ahead of us. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in and everyone stay safe. Yeah, I hope so. Congratulations again on raising so much money. Phenomenal effort. Thank you very much for joining us. Cheers, Sam. Well, I mean, exceptionally enjoyable, Sam. I hope it was enjoyable listening back the second time as it was doing it in the first place. Yeah, definitely. I mean, once you get over the look, Instagram lives, uh, actually launching the thing and getting, uh, getting, getting the player in. We've now done Instagram lives with Marcus Rashford, uh, Bernardo Silva, and Memphis Depay. And as soon as you go live on an account like BR Football with six million followers, you get flooded with requests to join the video. Like it, the, the the timer at the bottom goes to ninety nine and just times out. And actually trying to find the player in there is really hard. The search function can't cope with it either. So as as soon as you get the player in, it's all good. But honestly, for the first two minutes when I'm introducing the concept and trying to get the player in, I'm more terrified than I ever have been at any other point in my entire life. So as soon as the player comes in, we're good. Until that, I'll let you guys know that I am I'm I'm not happy. Absolutely. Well, keep an eye out for more Instagram lives on the BR Football page. There are more in the pipeline. Keep an eye out for more content from BR Football Ranks. And this is if this is your first time listening to Ranks, then make sure you subscribe and get involved. New episodes drop every Wednesday where we rank all that's important in football and all that's not. Every single week, we put football back in the right order and we have a fair laugh while doing so, don't we, Sam? We do indeed, yeah. Between ourselves and, and Dean Jones, who is a regular on the Wednesday, if you haven't heard it before, we uh, we we chop it up. Let's just say that. Exactly. I've been Jack Collins. Thank you so much to Sam Ty. Cheers, mate. Thank you to Marcus Rashid for his time on that Instagram live. This is BR Football Ranks. Make sure you subscribe. Peace. <laughs>